Guess who's back? Back again. COVID's back. Tell a friend. Here we go. Again. Let me explain with Sean Defoe, a News Talk original. This is the Let Me Explain podcast that I really hoped I would not have to do. I'm sick of the C word. I think everyone is sick of the C word, but it is back. And each time this happens, I kind of feel like it's a bad Spider-Man villain or something, you know, just when you thought you defeated him, he's back and even more infectious. And now the talk of bringing back our own superhero masks and introducing a mask mandate once again. So is it going to happen? And where's this new COVID wave come from? Let's get into it. But first, don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever it is you're listening. The immunity that people get to this coronavirus seems to fade quite quickly. This is Dr. David Nabarro, special envoy for the World Health Organization. So that's why the waves come about every four months, because it does seem as though the immunity in most people declines over the months after infection or immunization. Why that's significant is the time of year. For most of us that got a booster, it's six months or more since we had the last jab. And the massive amount of people who caught the virus at Christmas are now starting to see their immunity wane as well, which has led to an uptick in cases. I'm sure, look, most of you can see it all around you. I know I can. Family members have been getting it, have been out of action after a few months of pretty much largely forgetting about COVID. But it's not only due to waning immunity, there are two new sub-variants of Omicron spreading around. They're called BA4 and BA5. It is um, different somewhat from Omicron and BA2. Kingston Mills is a professor of experimental immunology at Trinity College. It has mutated further. You know, they're still struggling to to contain the infection, but the, the good news is the vaccines will still prevent severe disease with this and other variants. It's pushing out Omicron and BA2, which means it's more transmissible. Uh, there's no indication it's, it's more pathogenic. It doesn't cause any more severe disease. So uh, the cases will probably be similar to what, in terms of severity, what Omicron and BA2 have, you know, which have been mild or upper respiratory tract in healthy people. Now, those new variants are making up about 70% of new cases. The HSE's chief clinical officer, Dr. Colm Henry, says they do pose a problem. In terms of these new sub-variants, um, what they mean is they're more transmissible. They have a real growth advantage over the previous uh, variants. And that means that previous immunity from, say, that Delta variant that was right across the country in summer and autumn last year, it, it, you can get reinfected with this. The, the immunity you got from Delta doesn't necessarily protect you from infection against this type. So what we're seeing is people who are infected with Delta in summer and autumn last year, or even what we call the BA.1 variant, which is Christmas into early New Year, can get reinfected. Their immunity does doesn't give them protection against BA.4.5. Henry also said they're starting to see these variants have an impact on the hospital system. Yes, we've seen a resurgence in some of those markers. We see uh, increased confirmed cases that, that, you know, the testing isn't indicated for everybody anymore. But those who are testing, older people who aren't boosted in particular at-risk groups, we're seeing more positive cases. We're also seeing more people registering positive antigen tests out there in the community. And we've seen a troubling rise in hospitalisation. Critical care numbers, less so, they're steady, about the same as they were at the end of May. So we're watching those hospital numbers very closely. 
The number of people in hospital with COVID has more than doubled over the last two weeks to the 20th of June. Over half the people in hospital are there because of COVID, with about 45% being in hospital for something else and then testing positive for COVID. So about half of them are there because they're sick with the virus and another half just happen to have it and are in for a broken leg or, or something else. And then like, there's sort of two years of ingrained danger response in all of us that as soon as we hear COVID cases are on the up, we think lockdown. Uh, the government met today uh, to consider a number of issues uh, relating to the public health situation. The restrictions that we're introducing are being phased in between now and New Year's. We needed to introduce a range of strict new controls in the effort to curb this latest wave of COVID infections. I need to speak to you about coronavirus and COVID-19. But we are a long, long way away from anything approaching the lockdowns we saw in the past, even with immunity waning. A lot of us, most of us, have been vaccinated and fully vaccinated. And a lot of people have caught it and have immunity through that. But there has been a fresh call now for the government to reintroduce some restrictions, most notably mandatory mask wearing in certain settings. It's very hard to quantify the actual impact of masks. Liam Fanning is a professor of immunology at UCC. The certainty is that wearing masks will probably reduce the transmission or are you picking up um, COVID-19. Um, this virus is so infectious at this stage um, that the capacity of as we wear masks, I mean, you walk around, you see people, a few people that are wearing masks at the moment. Some of them are still under the nose. Some of them are not tight enough. So do you know what I mean? The the actual kind of um, seal that you have on both masks now is, is probably not sufficient uh, to effectively cut down on transmission. We saw with um, Omicron, the first one, BA1, in January, when there was plenty of mask wearing, that we had an enormous wave um, in the first two weeks of January. And that was in, you know, when we were wearing masks, we had a well north of a million people infected at that stage uh, over the course of January. So, you know, I, I think there's some comfort for people to take when they're wearing a mask, um, but it's not a shield. Health Minister Stephen Donnelly, he's left the issue somewhat open-ended. Over the weekend, he said that he couldn't rule out a scenario where mandatory mask wearing would return, but said there's been no vice to that effect given to him yet. In other words, it could happen at some point in the future. He's not going to make himself a hostage to fortune, but at the moment, that's not what the, the government is being told by their own advisors. Now, the nursing union, the INMO, it's called a number of times for a mask mandate in some form to return to ease the pressures on its members in hospitals. But both political figures and some in healthcare question whether that would actually achieve anything. GP and chair of the Irish medical organisation, Dr Dennis McCauley, isn't entirely convinced. If you ask people to wear a mask again, how useful will that be? I think that people have turned their back on, on COVID. I think you're only going to get a positive response if people comply. I think it'll be very hard to talk people into wearing masks again. The other issue is that this new variant is so infectious that you know, there's an, an argument that a mask may not actually actually protect you against it. I think that I, I think at this stage we should be looking at mitigation measures in relation to the people who are most at risk. And I think the biggest public health issue isn't masks. It is to make sure that the people who are vulnerable have had their vaccine. 
Other countries have been examining their own rules. Very few places have a full mask mandate in place, but it has sort of hung on in some. So Germany, for example, still requires people to wear masks on public transport. But the health minister there has said that stricter rules will likely come into place in the winter. He's compared it to putting winter tyres on a car, that COVID, kind of like the flu, is something we're going to need to deal with every winter in particular. Just last week, Italy lifted some of its mask-wearing rules, but extended the requirement on public transport until September. And here, the head of the HSC, Paul Reid, has said a mask mandate is something they'll consider recommending to government as the number of new cases continues to increase. While half of those cases in hospital are incidental, they're still taking up more space and isolation procedures do come into play, which makes it more difficult to manage the hospitals. The government, though, they're pretty cautious about the return of any masks or indeed any restrictions altogether because there's a real belief that after the public did listen for so long, that public buy-in is gone, it's used up, and any new restrictions wouldn't get that kind of support. And they're really terrified of a scenario where they make a legal mandate and then no one listens. How do you police it then? Do you actually crack down on people? Do you instruct the Gardaí to heavily enforce these? There'd be a much bigger public backlash to that now that most people perceive the pandemic as being largely over. It would it would really take, I think, a big uptick in cases or another new variant that perhaps is making people more sick than this one is to bring that back. At the same time, hospital figures are very high for this time of year, particularly when the weather has been generally good and more people are mixing outdoors. Personally, I'd be quite surprised if a mass mandate is brought in before the doll takes its summer recess in a month. But the winter, though, well, that's another discussion entirely. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Let Me Explain. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on the News Talk app or wherever it is you're listening. John Kyo was the editor for this week's episode with Lachlan Hart on sound production. I'm Sean Defoe and I'll chat to you next week. Listener.